Well, hello, everybody. This is Dr. Stephen V. You're listening to the Take Care and Live podcast, and this is Tuesday's Take. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome, welcome. Good to be a part of your day today, whether it's Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, or Friday. Hopefully you got the chance to listen to it today. Uh, But the purpose of the Tuesday's take is to give you some principles, at least one, that you get to walk away with that helps to establish order for yourself, helps to put you in the right frame of mind, helps you to understand more about yourself and what living is all about in the smallest chunks possible, ways that are applicable to your everyday life, work, home, family, your social life. It's about developing you. And so today's Tuesday's take really is focusing on how we think about ourselves. I'm sure you'd agree that we're in a space and time where, you know, how we think about ourselves has a tremendous and carries tremendous weight, right? It it has the force and the power to propel us forward or to set us back. The way we think is significant and crucial for our longevity, the longevity of our healthy outlook of ourselves, healthy outlook and longevity of our families, uh, the longevity of our own sense of personal mission, and vision, right? And so how we think and what we think matters. And so today's takeaway for you and I is simply this. Think higher thoughts about yourself. That's right. Think higher thoughts about yourself. There's a simple principle. Simple principle. And we often forget it. And it's this. Do not think more highly of yourself than you ought, but rather think of yourself with sober judgment. It's a biblical principle, of course, but it simply means this. Don't have an overinflated view of yourself, but rather be a little bit more rational about how you see yourself. Okay, so what does that really mean? Well, the first point is this. The first point we're given, the first principle we're given is to simply do what I said. Think higher thoughts about yourself. Think more highly of yourself than you used to. I'm going to tell you why. You were fearfully and wonderfully made. God said that. He said so. That word fearfully is actually Hebrew. It's a Hebrew a term, Yari, and it means sacred. So something sacred and wonderful happened when you were created. So simply because of that, you can think higher thoughts about yourself. But you have to also believe that for yourself. If you don't believe it for yourself, 
I mean, if you really don't believe something special and wonderful happened when you were created, if you don't believe it, then no one else will. Do you know that suicide rates in part are the result of flawed beliefs about ourselves, about underinflated beliefs about ourselves? They are also the result of thinking too highly of ourselves. We were overinflated, which blinds how we see ourselves and the world and reality. So it's never someone else's job to think highly of us. That alone won't work. That won't suffice. You have to remember and realize if you never knew that you were especially and sacredly made. And that is just cause to think more highly of yourself. So remember, the principle wasn't not to think highly of yourself altogether. It was to avoid thinking too highly. Right. Thinking highly of yourself is part of the renewal process. Your brain, your mind needs to be renewed. Your thoughts have to be renewed. The good things and the bad things of yesterday even earlier today, are not sufficient enough to sustain you for the moment you're in right now. In order for you to continue to flourish, to maintain a healthy ecosystem of thought, you have to have new renewed thoughts. There has to be a renewing of your mind. And part of that is thinking more highly of yourself than you possibly do now. I'm sure there's some area of your being that you are overly critical, that you are overly judgmental, that you may wake up in the morning and the very first thing you do is criticize that element of who you are. You go to the gym and you assault yourself for not going to the gym more regularly, even when you're at the gym at this very moment to develop the habit of working out and taking care of yourself. You go to bed a little bit later than usual and you criticize yourself that you should have gone to bed earlier so you can get just the right amount of hours sleep. But you went to bed earlier last night than you did the night before. So you were making progress. We're always assaulting ourselves with the way that we think. In small and large ways, the principle is pushing us to be more accountable about how we're thinking. To act on thinking more highly of yourself really isn't the problem. And it should not be perceived as being wrong or inappropriate or selfish or self-seeking. Rather, you and I need to remember that thinking higher thoughts about ourselves is an act of honor, is an act of appreciation to the one who created you to have the experience of life and an appreciation that he allows us, God that is, gives you and I the ability to experience cognitive renewal by taking deliberate action to think more highly of ourself. So here's the second principle and it's not rocket science, but here's the second principle that comes out of that. Think just right about yourself. That's right. Think just right about yourself. So 
Overinflation of anything creates avoidable risks. If you overinflate a tire, you can cause them to wear out prematurely. The overinflation could actually cause the driver to lose control of the vehicle. Because the power to propel that vehicle forward is being strained by the air in the tire that is not optimal to the environment around it. And so it's not able to move straight and steady. Did you know that? Did you know that overinflation of a balloon is uh, is more likely to cause it to burst at the slightest friction because the pressure inside of the balloon actually exceeds the atmospheric pressure outside of the balloon. And so there's environmental harmony that's broken. So the balloon bursts under the pressure because it's too inflated. It is overly inflated. And the balance between the air pressure in the balloon and outside in the environment is lost. So when we think too highly of ourselves, we cultivate an environment that is susceptible to overinflation. That, in other words, is pride, right? Not pride in the sense that you're happy about an accomplishment, but pride in the sense that somehow you're much better than or too good for, right? It's an overinflated view of ourselves. And those overinflated views of ourselves and of ourselves most often cause us to um, not thrive in our balance of relationships, but they actually cause relationships to suffer because they alienate. I'm alienated from my coffee when it's too cold. I like a good cup of coffee. I like French press, by the way. I love dark roast. So a nice cup of hot dark roast French press coffee is is my jam. Each and every morning. Love it. But if my coffee starts to get cold, I don't find it appetizing anymore. Same with how we think about ourselves. You want to think just right about yourselves. You want your cup of coffee, your cup of tea to be just the right temperature. Too hot, you can't taste it. You can't enjoy it. Too cold, it actually loses some of the flavor and the enjoyment that you are used to experiencing when you drink it. Persistent pride, a persistent overinflation can actually also lead to some level of emotional or, or, or mental constipation, right? What happens when, you know, this is not the most glamorous example, but imagine what happens when you, when you eat, but you never release what you've eaten. You become full, right? If there's no process of eliminating old food from yesterday, then you actually become constipated. The same happens with the mind. Our mind requires new thoughts. We've got to be deliberate about adopting new thinking. The way that we thought about ourselves yesterday, even if it was good, there's some elements of how we thought about ourselves that could use some adjusting because the human mind is always shifting as a result of the kinds of interactions we have, whether good or bad, whether happy or sad. Our mindsets are being impacted, which requires the moments of renewal. 
But when those opportunities for renewal are not provided to the mind, when we don't have the opportunity to flush out old thoughts and replace them with new ones, well, we develop a sort of emotional or mental constipation. So we become overinflated. We become arrogant. And when we become overinflated, we don't think so right of ourselves anymore. We become at risk of being taken hostage by our emotions. And that becomes dangerous for the people around us who are closest to us because they become victims for the better or the worse as a result of what's going on in our own minds. So here's some closing reflections or questions for you to consider as you move forward and think more highly of yourself than you used to. Not so high that you're overinflated and not so low that you're underinflated. That you don't become that lukewarm cup of coffee. So here are a few questions to think about. In what aspects of your life do you need to invest more time in thinking higher thoughts about yourself? In what aspects of your life do you need to invest more time in thinking higher thoughts about yourself? Think about where you find it to be the most challenging to think higher thoughts about yourself. When does that tend to happen? And why do you think that is the case? Do you tend to struggle with having more positive thoughts about your weight or your position at work? Maybe you you struggle with thinking higher thoughts about the kind of value you bring to your relationships or to your marriage. Is it your parenting? Are Are you struggling with thinking higher thoughts about your parenting? There are areas where you know you want to improve and you struggle with that. Well, you're human, but maybe that's an area to consider rather than beat yourself up and create more thoughts that are lower than they should be. Maybe it's about enlisting people who do what it is you want to do better. Maybe you want to enlist those people to help you do it better than you are now, whatever the case may be. Sometimes partnership is one of the best ways to support your moving forward. So what are some of the ways the aspect of your life you can invest in thinking higher thoughts about yourself it could be your weight it could be your position at work it could be the value you bring to your marriage it could be your parenting it could be the perspectives you hold even about your singleness i could go on and on we all have to do a self-assessment of where we stand as it relates to our thoughts and i'll also ask this question who needs to be invited in your life to help you monitor your view of yourself so that you're neither overinflated, wearing out too quickly, or underinflated, which leaves you unable to operate in and at your full potential. So I hope that was helpful for you today. I look forward to connecting with you some more. In the meantime, take care and live. 
Thank you for joining this episode of the Take Care and Live podcast. I'm excited you spent the time with me today. And I'm going to ask you to do me this favor. Write us a review. Let us know just how much you enjoyed the show. And if you enjoyed the show so much that you think it's worth sharing with a friend, go ahead and do that too. We would love to hear just how much this show has impacted you and the friends you shared it with. And remember to do this one thing and do it well. And that's to take care and live. Thank you.